Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Below the Fold, where some of the best content is just a scroll away. Let me throw down some introductions. We got Brandon Hassler, founder and CEO of Market Campus. What's up, Jacob? What's up, my man? What's been going on this week? Oh, not much. I'll save it for the show because it's so good. <laughs> Wait, is it? I'm sorry. Are we not in the show right now? <laughs> I'll save it for after Paxton because he, he, he will not want to follow this up. So I'll let him go ahead and warm everyone up here. Paxton Gray, Director of Marketing Operations at 97th Floor. How'd it do, Jacob? Howdy. What's up, man? What's going on this week? Oh, lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Tonight, we're having the 97th Floor Alumni Night. I'll be there. We're all uh, former employees of 97th Floor. We gather to golf and have... Uh, <laughs> Here we are today, gathered together yeah. to play top golf. It's it's going to be a good time. Have you ever played top golf, Brandon? No, this is my first time. I'm excited. Have you played top golf? I have. I've never played here, but I've played in other cities. Let me tell you why top golf is amazing. You can be terrible at golf and still do well at top golf because the targets are so big, you're going to get points almost every time. Here's the thing. I've played, I think, two other times, maybe three, but I think two, in Dallas and Phoenix. And uh, both times I went with groups of more than 20 people. Yikes. And there was at least two in each group that couldn't hit the ball past the little red holes. <laughs> wow. So that was their, That was basically what they had to do. I mean, that's impressive. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know that I could even hit it not past the yeah, red holes. I know. It's, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah, it's really <laughs> tough. Um, anyway, Topgolf is, is pretty cool. For those of you who don't know Topgolf, you can Google it. But the best way I've, I've learned to describe it is it's a mix between a golfing range, which is really what it is, a driving, a driving range. range. Uh, bowling, it kind of has a bowling feel because yeah. you're in kind of a, what do they call that? A bay. You have yeah, like your bay, bay and there's um, a couple monitors that show your score and you have like frames basically. And uh, the other two sports I would throw in there is darts. Yeah. And uh, uh, I always forget the name of shuffleboard. No, not skeet ball. Yeah, skeet ball. Skeet ball. Ski. Yes. Skeet ball. And (laughs) skeet ball. Uh, You take those four sports and you put them all together, and that is top golf. Sure. Yeah. I don't know why you need to throw skeet ball in there. I feel like the other three can handle the mix up. No, no, no. Why? Ski ball. Think about ski ball. What does ski ball add to it that darts doesn't already add? A ball getting thrown into the air and landing into okay, a hole take worth the amount of points. Then take out darts. Well, darts is because of the, uh, you know, the just like ski ball. Yeah, but ski ball has the the holes in the um, the corners that are worth the mm, most, which not the middle, which Top Golf has. Yeah, that's There's what I'm saying. Mo- that's why you need ski ball and multiple darts. Multiple holes. I would say you could do away with darts. And bowling, and just say it's a driving range mixed with ski ball. Hey, welcome to the Digital Marketing Podcast, huh? <laughs> That's right. Where we talk odd sports. Yeah, so every golf ball has a chip in it. Yeah. And when it's your turn, the computer knows that it's your turn because you tell it it's your turn. It says your name. And then when you summon a ball out of the machine, it... it when you call forth a mighty ball. <laughs> it, prints, uh, it imprints on it that that is your ball so that when you hit it, and you get it into right. a little hole out there in the field, it knows that it's yours. Uh, not only that, I'm a little hot there. Not only that, but the chip is also useful if you happen to hit over the fence and cause damage. They can find out who hit it, which I learned today. People hit it over the fence? Yeah. Do you know how far back the back fence goes? Is it like uh, 200 it's yards? Not, uh, it's just like a little bit over 200 yards. So it's not the length of a normal driving range. So I cannot get it that far. Really? No. I can get it that far, I found out today, with a five iron, a women's five iron. I can hit, <laughs> I can hit, I can hit the back. A left-handed women's five iron. Yep. Okay, so that's top golf. We'll have a good time there. We'll yep. probably That's tonight, right after marketing. we're done recording. That's right. Uh, okay. What's, uh, what's going on with your week? What's going on with me? So I'm Jacob Perry, Digital Marketing Manager of Vivint Smart Home. Uh, really? So we just bought a new house a few weeks ago. Uh, we've gotten everything unpacked except for our books. We don't have any bookshelves, but, 
Uh, let me tell you about the couch we just got. Tell me about it. <laughs> Sounds awesome. We went to RC Willie and we said, "Hey, we want a sectional." Uh, RC Willie, man. Tell me th- what's wrong with RC. RC Willie is full of furniture that belongs in your like fifty-five-year-old parents' house. Yeah, there's some of that. That's we, like we, we got whole, a nice one. That's almost like the whole store. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I like our couch, but let me tell you. I said we want a sectional, and he said, "What kind of sectional are you looking for?" And I said, "You take me to the biggest sectional you have in this whole store." And he did. And I said, I want that one. Nice. And he said, well, let me give you a tape measure. You go home and measure your room and because this is big. It looks smaller because this is a warehouse. And I said, fine, give me a tape measure. And they gave me a nice little tape measure. Uh, and uh, I had no doubt. Our front room is humongous. And we bought it. And it has a nice little chase. And then we were like, this isn't big enough. So I called him up and I said, hey, I want to replace this chase with another couch section. So now it's a full U. Cool. Biggest sectional you can buy. Combined with, combined the, with biggest the biggest sectional, sectional you, can buy. you can ever buy. Wow. So uh, we'll are have you, you over and... Uh, are you creating some kind of uh, uh, Parisian sit-down levels area? No. Where you take off your shoes and everyone sits among pillows? No, but I will say this about the grapes. pillows. Uh, they did not... They brought pillows with the new part of the sectional, and then they were going to leave without taking the pillows from the chase sectional that was supposed to leave. And my wife is like, hey, uh, aren't you supposed to take these pillows? And the guy was like, well, I don't know which ones go to it, so who Keep cares? Them. So we, we got three additional pillows with this amazingly huge sectional <laughs> built nice. combined with the biggest sectional R.C. Willie had to... Uh, had to offer that's impressive man especially because i know how much stuff costs at rc willie so that's exceptionally impressive yeah yeah it wasn't cheap but uh anyway so that's that's what i've been laying on this week awesome and i've been watching stranger things while sitting on it wait is that uh is that going to be our new uh uh segment what are you laying on (laughs) (laughs) uh i'm laying on the biggest uh, the a sectional that you can't even buy stock from RC Willie. It's that big. Wow, that's what I'm lying on, laying <laughs> on, lying on. Uh, so tell me about Stranger Things. You started watching. I started watching. I'm there are only eight episodes. Which what the heck is that all about? I mean, it's season one. It's like pilot season. So it's already been approved for season two. Have you seen right. that? Yeah. I haven't finished the series, but as I'm watching it, I'm thinking. How do you make a second season out of this? It seems like one of those. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Well, wait. In the last episode, it makes it abundantly clear. But I can't remember. Do you want to put on your earmuffs? No, I don't. Just don't say it. So, Wait till next week. I'll be Okay, done. I'm going to say it so you won't know what I'm talking about. And I will not spoil it. I guarantee. Okay, that's fine. The part where the dude, the sheriff walks by the thing. Is that in the last episode? Do you know what I'm talking about? Where he puts something in something? Oh, my gosh. That no. sounds no. like an innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> no. The two of them are together walking in the place. Yeah. And they walk by the yellow thing. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. And it, like, makes it apparent that something is more than we thought. I got gotcha. you. You know what okay, I'm saying? Okay, so you've and already that's in spoiled the, it. Is that the last episode? Now I know the sheriff is still alive at the very end of the season. Dude, I, nobody said that was sheriff. You said when the sheriff walked by the no, he did. thing. No, you did. No, so when the dude, well, I don't know. I guess you said to sure. be honest, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I'm just. I'm it just it feels up. like it closes, but the, like the last ten minutes of the show, they yeah, yeah. They they do some things that open it up. But I know, like the next Wide season open. is really going to focus on that upside down world. You know what? I don't. If if the next season, it's not the entire world that is like, what's up? What's going on? You know, like the entire world has to be aware of what's going on at this point because. It got out in the entire community. Well, well I can't say anything. <sighs> okay, yeah. Let's wait. I disagree with you, but I'll tell you why oh, next man. week. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested to see that. Well, I'll have a fresh perspective talk about for you there. next week. Uh, okay, so why don't we talk a little bit about digital marketing? Yeah. Brandon? Well, speaking of potential characters dying, a lot of uh, internet things have seemed to die this past week. Oh, my week. gosh. Yeah, I said potential. saying that. What? 
Dying? Yeah. Oh, that's what's well, so funny. Why? Here's the title of the show. Everything is dying and literally dying. Like, networks are being shut down, and I have a list of them. Wait, are you What are you that... talking about? First, the title of what show, first of all? Yeah, that, uh, the what? title of this show. The title oh. of the show that we are currently Is going in. to be Everything is, that your, is Dying. Are you in charge of that? Yeah, I was yeah. just going to say. I text Jacob when... on Sunday night, and I say, this is the title Holy for tomorrow. Cow. Okay. <laughs> I, I actually don't. I like that title. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Except that. To be honest, I never even knew where the titles came from. <laughs> <laughs> like, three episodes ago, we had one called can we stop saying things are dead? Oh, <laughs> this is That's a different type out. of death. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Brandon. Well, I'll go through it point by point. This one's not necessarily a, well, let me just start with just the ones that are dead. So Sue, the social network, you guys ever hear that? TSU. No. Uh, nope. They're shutting down. They were like the super, they were the network where you could make money by posting content. No. Uh, so a lot of people were talking about that. It died. This one, I'm going to get a ton of crap on. Hang on just a sec. What do you mean it died? Like they're it's shut down. They're shutting it down because it sucked and it was super spammy. Okay. So there's one network that was announced shutting down, and then this one I'm gonna get a lot of crap on. Blab. From, okay. Is shutting down. Is already shut down. They're focusing on a new project. Wait what? a second. Are you saying you're gonna get a lot of crap because just last week we asked, "Is yeah. Blab still around?" And you're like, "Yeah, everyone is post." Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, like, their platform is by far superior to every other live streaming. The problem was, and they admitted it, the content on there sucked. So there was people that kept coming, but the content was always, it was always like the same groups. Well, welcome to live streaming. I mean, that's yeah, pretty much. That's, that was their big struggle was how do you overcome that? And they even had, like, I mean, Tony Robbins would use it. They would have a ton of celebrities that were using it, but it could never. I mean, their growth was impressive. Yeah. In less than a year, they had uh just about four million users. So why was it in three weeks? Just because it was just kept declining. So I guess they're taking that technology and I think and kind of spinning it off. It's always been like a project. So Blab is owned by another company, and that was actually like a hackathon project. They put together in three weeks and it just grew super quick. But then they I'll couldn't tell you why carry the momentum. Down. They're shutting it down because they called it Blab. <laughs> <laughs> I like the name Blab. There's worse names out there. I think like should, Sue, they like to, Snapchat. I think is a horrible name, but they need to shut down Periscope. Why? Why? Meerkat. That was a terrible platform. I, I think Meerkat is the one that should shut down. Is that still well? Around? They've pivoted. Like they're not live streaming anymore. Yeah, no. but Periscope's interesting. It hangs on Twitter, but so then the other thing, and this sticks with live streaming. Google Hangouts is discontinuing next month. What? So that won't Wait. be around anymore. What? I didn't know that. That's why we have the show. What right. do you mean? What do you mean? It's not going to be around. They're not going to pivot. They're discontinuing. So Google I can Hangouts. no longer do a video chat on through Google through Gmail. Correct. The well, they're pushing you to YouTube Live, and I think the day after they announced that Google Hangouts was going, to, it discontinues officially on September twelfth. So they're just moving it to YouTube. YouTube is going to give yeah, you the but, ability to do live conferencing. But it's I can't be, be the in the middle of a G chat and then hit the. Yeah, that'll all be gone. Oh my god! But they, no, no, and then they no. announced the Google Duo, which came out. Are like, you sure? going to be gone? They're just going to change it to. No, it's literally gone. Like it's, I understand, it's Google Hangout is going to be gone. But whatever they turn it into, they pivot. They they direct you to to uh, YouTube Live. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to be integrated with your Gmail. I, yeah, uh, mm. but there's there's a big differences with that's not YouTube what he's Live. saying though. Well, okay, you're right. Well, the service as we know it is shutting down. Man. And they're pivoting to, well, they have two things. Now they have their FaceTime competitor, which came out this week. I haven't downloaded it yet. Google Duo, I think it's called, for Android and iOS. Yeah. Wait, their yeah, competitor? Yeah. How can no, they? No, 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 no. It's he, a said it, he said it in a weird, he said it in a weird <laughs> way. They have the, they created something to compete against FaceTime. Yes. Not, oh, FaceTime. Yeah, that's an app. You made thing. it sound like FaceTime was owned by Google and they have a competitor. No, I yeah, said sorry, my bad. Google I, created I heard a FaceTime, FaceTime but... competitor. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that yeah, wasn't that Google Hangout. That's nuts, man. Uh, well, yeah, I think it would have been. Google Hangout was it felt very focused around private conversations with like a with a group of people. Well, yeah, I mean, what is this YouTube thing going to be like? In YouTube's great if we for have like a big video, audiences. But if we have a video chat and I just want to video chat you, like, is that going to be available to the public now? You can make it private or public. As of, I mean, you've always been able to do that. It's just not as intuitive. Is, it, is the default public? I think so. That's the thing. Like, they'll yeah. have to make some tweaks if no, they're going to. That's gonna what I'm saying, man. Integrate is, it. Is, if they're going to announce 
that Hangouts is going away, they have plans to, because so many people use Hangouts, okay? They can't just shut something down without having an alternative solution. Yeah. Well, the solution is YouTube Live. No. That's, well, I'm not, just saying not what YouTube they've Live said. as we know it. They might change we'll it. We'll see. When's the date of this? September 12th is when you can we'll find out in a month. Funny thing is I purchased Webinar Jam uh, like a week ago, last the, weekend. Yeah, you're well, right. That is funny. The well-known and common tool. <laughs> so webinar yes. jam everyone knows it well it is so webinar jam if you don't know it's one of the top it's like probably the biggest go-to webinar competitor but it runs on webinar competitor to what go to webinar go to oh. webinar yeah yeah, yeah. I've heard um that. <laughs> it's uh it uses google hangouts and youtube live as the framework whereas a lot of the other webinar platforms you have to download an application and whatnot and i uh didn't I liked it, but I just knew I didn't have the time and stuff to put into it. So I got a refund. And then literally the next day, I read the announcement that Google Hangouts was shutting down. So now they're going to have to kind of pivot how their software works. Hmm. But it's interesting uh, with this whole live stuff. Tomorrow, we're, Market Campus is doing, a, calling it the uh, Digital Marketing Jam session. It's a Facebook Live session that we'll be doing uh on facebook and it's just yeah facebook live like from the tests i've done throughout the week it's so so smooth both yeah. from broadcasting for mobile as well as desktop do you have people rsvping for that yeah so i just created an event on like so it's just through facebook events and then people can rsvp and then we'll just post the link to the live feed once it's up to notify everyone but yeah the whole live you know a company is, uses uh facebook live a lot? No. Lou LaRoe. Mm. Lou LaRoe Consultants. They do a Facebook Live video going through their new inventory. I know this because my sister doesn't. Lou LaRoe. What do you guys think of live? Like, do you guys engage? Or like, when you see something Facebook Live, Here's are you like thing. drawn to it? So live content approaches real life probably more than any other form right now. And the fact is real life so boring and <laughs> i don't think you're gonna get around that like there's a there's some gems in there but just like real life those gems are few and far between so whereas like like snapchat or instagram or youtube those are all like pulling out the most interesting parts of life uh I, you know that's a good point however uh in the way that i think brandon is brandon's perspective is coming from and you can correct me if i'm wrong here is He's planning a Facebook Live event, and he is planning an no, agenda yeah. and certain things to to go through a Facebook Live. But I'm saying, video. like, as an NT, a, a attendee of many events in the past, I've never been happy that I was like, "Oh, I'm glad I was in that webinar." Like, that's rare. And yeah. so, I mean, I'm sure Brandon, you know, he's smart and he's going to blow do it, your but socks off. I'm just saying, a lot of people actually, it's not can't. because he's probably not going to watch it. It's gonna blow your sandals no, off. I RSVP. Yeah, he's going. He's oh, listed. Yeah? Oh, going. He's you, going. He's that was going. back when I yeah. thought it was a real event. <laughs> he was open to network. Oh, what's, 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 <laughs> what's the address? Yeah. Uh, oh, it's www.facebook.com. <laughs> um, that, that'd be funny if Paxton showed up at. at uh, is that some place? Is that some place called <laughs> chat room? <laughs> place called Facebook. So don't go buying a ticket to Facebook headquarters. But yeah, li I agree. Like I think. A great majority. You look at Periscope, for example. Periscope kind of has a different feel uh, than Facebook Live. Yeah, but that most is of the content voyeurism. Most of the content on Periscope is just people like bored out of their mind, and they're just like they're bored, and they want you to be bored with them. Yeah, and it's it, misery loves company. Uh -huh, they put their phone on their tummy, <laughs> and they yeah. just watch TV. But yeah, well, the thing is, TV. is like people will watch it, which is intriguing. And not, I mean, it's never going to take off where someone's going to become some viral dude star. I just, from doing I just nothing. learned that in Korea, uh, it's becoming super popular for people to live stream themselves, uh, like pigging out on food, like eating as <laughs> much as they can. And people, they'll get so many people watching them that will just send them money for doing it. It's interesting. It's insane. And it's like becoming this huge thing in Korea. So you just live stream yourself not and just eat, eat a ton of burgers. So, <laughs> what I've learned from Periscope is uh, I've learned a lot of world culture because you can watch live yeah. video anywhere. Yeah. And I've learned that life is boring everywhere, not just um, in my neck of the woods. One thing, one cool experience I had, uh, and maybe this is like a weird nerdy thing of mine, but 
uh, on one Sunday, I went and I watched um, like seven other different churches, uh, whatever the thing they hold on Sunday was. It's it's pretty cool because I got to see like uh, some Jewish stuff. I saw some Christian stuff, Catholic. Is this on Periscope? Yeah. So people were at church filming. I've seen a lot of filming church stuff. Oh, so I thought it was cool sermons and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I think live content works really well for events. It's like you're getting exclusive access to something, <laughs> whether it's so and so is giving a, a keynote at this, or yeah. here's a, a speech being given. And the other side is it has to be interactive. If it's not that way, so I think like the approach, you know, taking tomorrow with a Facebook jam session or whatever the digital marketing jam session is that it's focused on the questions coming in. And if you're not, there's some people where they just talk and talk and no matter what people comment, they just ignore it. And then you just, you feel like you're not part of the stream. And so I feel like the people that are really good at live, whether it's Periscope, YouTube, or um, Facebook, Mm -hmm. they're the ones that are focused on engaging and interacting with the people in the feed. Would you guys be more interested in an event that was hosted in virtual reality than you would a live uh, like a Facebook live event. Yes. And let's, let's say the, um, the cool experience of VR has worn off on you. So it's, it's no longer cool to be in VR. You're then used no. to it. Um, you wouldn't be more interested no. in VR. Why not? That's more work. It takes more of your attention. Yeah. To me, the reason, one reason why I don't like the live events on Facebook is because people are just like yelling like the audience is just like blah 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 like imagine if that were if they were to talk like that in a real life uh event mm-hmm. it's just like that would be nuts yeah yeah you hit that point like especially with celebrities where they do a whether it's periscope or facebook within seconds it's just comment like they they don't have time to read them yeah all so the it's comments not are, very interactive hey my name is jacob and i live in uh lehigh utah say my name yeah <laughs> Hey, hey some you're people awesome. say it. But people still watch because it's still interesting. And there's just something, for me at least, that's just super intriguing about live content. Yeah. It's happening right now. So you almost feel like if there was a video as I'm scrolling past Facebook, I'd watch it for a couple seconds, decide if I want. But if it's live, I give it like 30 seconds because yeah. there's just something intriguing about live. And I think it's because nobody, including that person, knows, knows what's gonna exactly what's going to happen next. Whereas in a video, even though you don't know... You know, if something went super wrong, it was it, you wouldn't be seeing it in the first place. Yeah. So that's what's kind of intriguing that's, about that's live. the only thing that keeps people on Periscope is the small chance that they'll get to see nudity. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you sure that's not just you? <laughs> You're the one who normally says stuff like that. I was waiting for it, but when you didn't say it, I thought, well, somebody's got to jump in here. Well, yeah, boy. So do you guys think like you don't? I know you. You were obsessed with what. Uh, briefly with Periscope, but then you had to. I would never take it categorize off. myself as obsessed. <laughs> I think you used the word obsessed. Okay, maybe <laughs> even uh, if it was for a day. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was very intriguing, like it captivating, knowing that I can just like click a little or tap a little, you know, icon and yeah. peer into the life of somebody else. But then you realize that everybody's lives are like the same. They're they're all yeah. doing the same thing, you know. Mm-hmm. The novelty wears off pretty quick. I know, you know. And seriously, it's like it, it's like a modern day version of AOL chat rooms because yeah. all of a sudden, you know, ASL is popping up on every chat. Everyone wants to see boobs, uh, and that's 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 all people are like there for. And all you the know, comments are like yeah. racial slurs or uh, you know sexual, you know, whatever. Uh, it's just it's overwhelmingly. Negative. Periscope needs to do a better job of setting up and curating certain events that are going to happen at certain times that people will want to tune in and watch. Uh, like when Felix, whatever his name, jumped from that, you know, did that whole skydive, the world's mm-hmm. tallest. If Red Bull had said like, hey, come watch. I mean, they did actually. They'd, you could watch it live. Yeah, it was streamed. Yeah, stuff, I think it was through stuff like that. Like Periscope needs to do stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, when when live content is done right, it's really fun and engaging to watch. And but I, you That's can say true. the same thing about like, I mean, think about all the crap blogs out there. That doesn't mean 
blogging is ever going to die or that it's not a great medium. You just have to get your content to stand out. The problem, though, is these platforms right now, like Paxson said, don't do a really good job at curating that good content. You kind of have to just know who to follow and yeah. discover them through other avenues. But I, I'm hoping that will change. But I, I, will, do see... I will say this about Periscope as a user, not like a consumer, but someone who is broadcasting live. Uh, I, the only times that I ever used Periscope to broadcast were when I was actually doing something worth watching. So I went up to Park City and I did like the zip line. I did the Alpine slide. I did the roller coaster up there and I broadcasted it. And that's when people really get engaged and your numbers go up. Yeah. Uh, or if you're riding through a really expensive neighborhood and you uh, tell everyone <laughs> that they'll see mansions. It if, works. <laughs> if you use clickbait. Oh, man. Last week, the uh, some a team from Nice Florida, we went and did the Olympic bobsled up in Park City. How do you do that with no ice? They, they put they skates have wheels, on it? Oh. Wheels. Yeah. Okay. It is nuts. Like the most extreme roller coaster I've ever been on. How many people fit in a bobsled? Four. Mm, four. And where were you in the in the bunch? Se- second to last? We had we got the highest uh, the fastest time of the day. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do they have? What's your secret? <laughs> Weighing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Being fat. <laughs> I thought that was not good no it is because it's a whole it's a gravity game well yeah but all the bobsledders in the olympics are all like skinny dudes no they're not no, i bob- saw cool runnings okay my man dude <laughs> so i to be this is not a very on topic show so i kind of derailed this but i learned that to be a, a like the ideal contender for a bobsled weighs around like 230 pounds and is athletic so the idea is you have to be able to weigh a lot but also push the sled at the beginning as fast as possible. So you have to be a chunky, super strong, fast person. And that's like the ideal bobsled. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> chunky and athletic. What do you weigh, a buck 80? Buck 70. Oh, you got a ways to go. Yeah. Anyway, okay. live streaming. Live streaming. That would have been a fun live stream to watch. Yeah, you should have periscoped I know. I, well, I Snapchatted it. You didn't Instagram story it? No, it wasn't out. That was right, oh, yeah, that was right. right before it came out. Instagram uh, stories is, way better. That. When I'm doing something cool, the last thing on my mind is, oh, I wonder who <clears> would like to watch this. I know. This. I know. It's kind of a chore. And some people, yeah. it's like first nature for them to, th- their first thought is, yeah. what, what, can I, what can I show people? I would love to have someone who is super active on social media Follow on the show. Around. No, on the show. Oh. So we can like pick apart their brain. Because personally, I kind of feel like, it feels narcissistic. I think like, who cares what I'm doing? Like, no one cares about this. But the other people do it and people end up caring, you know. But I don't know. It's hard for me to get past that feeling of no one cares what I'm doing in my stupid life, you know. Like, So who do we know that fits that profile? I don't know. Good question. Um, I feel like you have to be. I think Brandon's the most active person I know on social. But even then, like, like I feel the frustration. Like, it's almost like a chore yeah. And I feel like when it comes to like this, especially all this new video on social media, it's like you have to be all in or just yeah. don't even try. Like the guys that are consistent are the ones that build up a following and then they become interesting. And many times they're interesting purely because they're popular. Like people just like, yeah. this guy's interesting. Like, why is he so popular? And then that alone is intriguing enough for them to keep following. But a guy like me where I'm not like personally as Brandon Hassler, I'm not extremely active. Uh, as myself so it's like once every one once in a while i'll post something but then not many people follow me because i don't really focus yeah. on growing so it's almost like you've got to treat your personal brand as a, a company. company and yeah. you're like you're all in or else you're going to go out of business and nobody's going to care yeah that's true uh we recently read the war of art in 97 floor book club super good book i'd highly recommend it and uh he just says like what a professional difference between a professional and amateur is a professional will treat himself or her, herself as a company in the sense that when you perform work that people don't like, you don't get personally offended uh, because they just didn't like the company's work, but it wasn't you at your core that they don't, that they dislike. 
um, but also it helps you to... So you have to disassociate yourself from yourself? A little bit. You, It's more about mm. disassoci- disassociating yourself from your work. Your work is not you. And so when people dislike it, they don't dislike you. They dislike the work. Anyway, great book. And I like the idea of thinking of yourself as a company uh, because it enables many things. One of which I think is what you were talking about is building a great brand online, great personal brand. Yep. It doesn't help, though, when you get sued. No, no it does not. There is no <laughs> the protection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, tell us uh, about what else is dead because I know there's more. Um, I didn't know about anything that you have said until well, you said it. But there's one thing I, I could do, inform. One thing I do know about came out two days ago. That's dying. Um, keyword planner. Yep. No. Yeah. No. Oh. Not that. <laughs> okay. Well, let me. Well, keyword planner is not dying, but have you guys heard the news? Yeah. About limiting it's dying the for some people data. But it's interesting because so well, I guess if you haven't heard, uh, Google has officially what's the word? Limited. They limited their API. They confirmed that, yeah, so unless you are a big spending advertiser, which they have not clarified what What that means, what what the number is, uh, you will not see, like, exact data. So you'll see more so ranges. So, oh, this keyword that you're looking for gets between zero and 100 searches a month. But they're bigger bigger ranges than that, man. Like, they can go from, I can't remember what it was, it was like, Five hundred thousand to one point five million. Yeah, yeah. One of them was a hundred thousand to a million. That's what. Yeah, that's like a huge range. Yeah. But it's interesting because I logged into my account where I have some ads running. I mean, probably total a few hundred dollars a month, so not anything big. And I was able to see all of the data. And then right before the show, I signed up with another account that had no campaigns, completely new to AdSense, and I was still able to get exact keyword data so i'm not sure well it hasn't been exact keyword data for like over a year but like it's not even giving me ranges like it's telling right. me like 153 and 346 well, i'm just saying just to make sure no one's confused it's like yeah, a while ago they exact match switched to broad match yeah i did so that's been gone for a long time but you're saying like the the precise broad match data yeah, you I'm still, still have access like, to very uh, detailed numbers and not yeah. getting that filtered view. Honestly, I have used stopped using Keyword Planner a long time ago. <clears throat> what do you use now? SpyFu. Yeah, SpyFu is my baby <laughs> right now. I love SpyFu. So I want to know if SpyFu, yeah, uh, where they get their data. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Is it cookies? Because like I know Moz's new tool. They we just use... said we don't know. Well, we don't know. I'm uh, I'm opening this up to our brains here to try to figure this out on air because I know Moz yeah. uses cookie data from they name the service basically those cookies that get yeah placed on browsers and then seeing what they're searched. They also use Google's keyword planner to calculate that in. So I'm not I'm interested to see how that affects Moz's data. But well, if Moz is spending enough, it shouldn't affect them at all. Yeah, I would imagine that um, SpyFu would use some type of cookie. Whether it's their own or they're partnering with a big yeah, honestly, company. when it comes to keyword research, I'm less concerned with whether or not the numbers in there are accurate as much as I'm concerned with whether or not the relationship between two different numbers is accurate. That makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's almost <clears throat> like as long as the numbers stay within the same vacuum. I mean, kind of like basically. They're, they're all I want to know calculated is calculated against each other, not against. Yeah, other. like all I want to know is does keyword A drive more traffic than keyword B? I'm not. I don't care uh, necessarily about how much traffic keyword A drives. I just want to know how it compares to keyword B, and I feel like that I can still get that information from tools. Whether or not they're accurate, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty confident that they're accurate in the sense that they are ranking keywords by volume accurately it's i mean it's got to be they're using the same algorithm and calculations for every keyword sure yeah and it so doesn't change so really i don't I, you know it's not that big of a deal and you know I, I i i've not trusted keyword planner for a long time i mean frankly google's main source of revenue is ppc right and if you're trying it's a bidding system so if they're trying to make more money it's to their advantage to drive people into smaller rooms so that they can up the uh, in, like it turn up the heat on the bidding war basically yeah, but at the same time, if they give you inaccurate information and you're not well, getting no. the results, then what, you stop. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is Keyword Planner recommends keywords, 
and uh, but will only recommend a small number. You use almost any other keyword tool, and it'll be vastly larger. Like the, the field is wide and open, right? Um, but with keyword, so they're planner, only recommending keywords that they would make money off of, not the ones that kind of mostly. But, but wouldn't it be the same? Mostly, they recommend keywords that other people are already bidding on, so that they can help turn the heat up on that bidding war. That's it, a theory. That's my theory. Yeah, because if the, if if I if you know me as a PPC person found a huge handful of keywords that no one was bidding on, I could get clicks for pennies. Google's profits would tank if everyone did that. And I think there are enough words in the system for people to spread out a lot more than they're currently spreading. Mm, interesting. I don't know about that. I don't know. I, I would. I, all I, I, I know. Like I would disagree. All I know is you plug in stuff into the keyword planner and get suggestions back. The options are much less. But uh, they also open. have way more data. Not compared to SpyFu. Yeah, compared to SpyFu. SpyFu doesn't have. SpyFu has way more data. It doesn't have the. No, it doesn't. Tell me what it doesn't have. That what I'm saying does. is, uh, I'm not saying keyword planner. I'm saying Google. Oh, the Google yeah. Ad Network and that platform has so many insights that the ones they recommend could be. Hey, listen, don't even waste your time on on these ones that other platforms would show you because we know that those wouldn't really work. I, I there's no so, way so, Google has so their this, best interest in mind like that. Why no not? Way. No way. Why not? Because they don't want to help you save money, man. They, they want, want to, help to take you. your money. Yeah, but by helping you, they get your money. It's by but if they can convince you that like they're helping you, retention. if they can convince you they're helping you without actually helping you, they'll make even more money. So if you have so that I mean that's a cynical outlook. It which, is, which is okay, and that's fine. But if that's the case, would you would you translate that cynicism into their search? Meaning, do you think that yes. the paid influences the organic results? Do I, uh, Companies who spend a ton of money on paid. Do, do they get, do they better, get results? better results on organic? Uh, I don't know about that. I would say no. Probably. I not. would say no too. But why would they do one thing and not the other? Uh, because I think the other, the one you just mentioned, is easier to prove. Call them out on. I think, or could be considered illegal. No, illegal. Yeah. No, it's their. They can do whatever they want. I think it, I'm pretty sure if they claim that that is not the case and it ends up being the case, then you run into consumer. Uh, yeah, that may be true. Consumer loss. That may be true. Uh, but I don't know. I don't but know. They may. They may say, "Dude, all I'm, I'm, go- I'm not going off of some tinfoil hat theory. Like I've seen the data, I've seen the information, and the information yeah, no, you I get, get from Keyword Planner is by information. You're saying limited. You're talking volume of information. Yes, volume of data compared to other sources. But but other sources only have a fraction of the back end data that Google has. Sure. So there, they could be, they could be spraying. You know, the, taking the shotgun approach. Here's everything, and Google could have the insights to where they can filter it down and take out the keywords you don't want. But what would make you think they're doing that? They don't say they're doing that. Well, all they say is, "Here are all the keywords," and it's just a small fraction of what's actually out there. We don't know if they're saying it or not. That's my point. <laughs> That's what I said. I said all they're saying is, "Here are the keywords." We don't know that. We don't know what. There could be some document, some page out there that explains all this that we just don't read. <laughs> okay, yeah. Maybe they, they've hidden something in some <laughs> line somewhere. It's an orphaned page. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> there's no way to get there, but if there's ever a legal battle, they can pull it out. Yeah. I don't know. Don't use Keyword Planner. If you're using that, stop it. No, I, Keyword Planner's fine. No way. Just don't use it exclusively. Mm. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Uh, ever since Google turned off Keyword volume data inside analytics. I've been pissed off. You're talking about the not provided, not provided. Yeah, yeah. I I'm slightly bitter about that too. That's garbage. I mean, like, but you can get that information elsewhere. Yeah, but still, I they do, could just I include it in analytics. That it was in analytics. Screw them. Do you think? <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. All I mean, this, all this. Honestly, like, like, we, you know, I owe a huge part of my career to Google. So merging this and live streaming which i think they both relate in the sense of do you think google is scared of facebook's momentum that they have because i've seen a lot of articles this past week talking about how google's not immune like they could be a company that is the next myspace in who knows how many years i don't Um, know man i think google has some serious problems in terms of product development that uh could be their their undoing Although, when you say Google, are you talking Alphabet now, like beyond the search? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
And I think Facebook, though, has a lot of those same they do. problems. All of these companies are trying to, to go outside of their bailiwick and uh, work on things that are not their specialty. Yeah. The fact that Apple is making a, a car blows my mind. Who do you think has better data, Google or Facebook? Mm. Google. In terms of just, they know everything about yeah, you. Yeah, Google. Because I guess most people are using Google Chrome. A lot Chrome. of sensitive information happens through Gmail, and a lot of sensitive actions, I guess, happen through Chrome. Facebook has a lot of personal information, but Google has the same information and all your, like, yeah. internet behaviors. Yeah. yeah. Every search you make. They got all your passwords. <laughs> The thing yeah. that Google doesn't yeah, have... Yeah, Facebook doesn't have your bank account password. Unless you're using their... Uh, oh, yeah. Their bank tra- or their money transfer feature. Yeah. Although, I don't know if that... If you give them your bank password <laughs> there. Um, I was going to say, the thing that Google doesn't have is a strong social network, which that's what... That's the big advantage that Facebook has is they can launch something like Facebook Live and it can quickly take off because people are already on there. Google's tried... The whole Google Plus approach. I no, just wonder Google if, has YouTube. They yeah. have YouTube, which which is a social network. They also have Google Chat, which is a social network. Yeah, but people like it they doesn't also have Google have, Plus. Was that? <laughs> they also have Google Plus. Yeah, well, yeah, and who uses Google Plus? We do. <clears throat> you use Google Plus, Vivint. Well, well, Google Plus. Yeah, we do. Companies, we, I can see there's benefit because there's still we're using, organic we're, correlations. We're doing the, the local pages. Yeah. Like but we're about to, well, that's like, not, we're that's about not, to build over 2,000 local pages. I don't think that's Google Plus anymore. It's built on the platform. Yeah, but I think it's referred to as Google My Business now. Yeah, could be. Yeah, we yeah, call they it keep Google changing. Plus. Yeah, not, Google not, the, not the like business location stuff. I think that's all now referred to as Google My Business, although Google Plus still exists. It does. Yeah. But when you're bored at 7 o'clock at night, you're more likely to hop on Facebook than you are. Let's get on Google Plus and check out my okay, but you screw that, on. YouTube. YouTube's yeah, that that's their video network, but it's a platform. It's tough. Like you can't launch. It's hard to launch new products out of that. They whereas just what does that mean? YouTube yeah. Live and YouTube Red and well, YouTube going to... Live's been around forever, and it's still like it doesn't have the momentum that Facebook Live has been getting. Like a lot of people think the YouTube Live is new. And that's exactly the point, that it's been around forever. They keep upgrading it and whatnot. It's Isn't that better. an advantage, though? Everyone thinks it's new. Well, forever. Well, yeah, that, and that happens with everything. But I think, I, I feel like Google needs to somehow, like, acquire a really big... Why doesn't Google just buy Facebook? <laughs> that would be the day, wouldn't it? Oh, my gosh. Like, Facebook stole Instagram. They got a steal of a deal on that. They tried getting no, Snapchat. Facebook did. Was that... Did you, you said Google stole Instagram. Did I say Google? I don't know. Oh, I said Facebook. Facebook stole Instagram for a billion dollars. And then Well, wait. That's that that doesn't make sense. How do you steal something by giving them a because billion dollars? Because steal of a deal. Within a year it was worth 3 billion. So they got an insane deal on it. Figure speech. Meanwhile, Microsoft got clear. LinkedIn. <clears throat> yeah. Um <laughs> for a steal. No, Microsoft paid too much for LinkedIn. How much did they pay? 3, 3 billion. billion. No, they paid what twenty six, right? Twenty six billion. No, dude, you're dreaming, man. Am I wrong? I don't know. I'm looking it up. LinkedIn's worth more than three billion. Should we get an intern to look stuff up for us? Yeah, yeah, we need we need a fact. Checker. Oh, dude, twenty six point two, right? Yeah, twenty six point two billion. Nice. Oh, man, okay. So, so you were off by a couple. Yeah, LinkedIn's thousand. still they're bigger than three billion. But twenty six uh, billion dollars for LinkedIn. But that's Ooh, worth it. How many them. users does LinkedIn have? You're saying it's worth it because of the Salesforce angle? I think, yeah, that's where they're going to be going is a, a Salesforce angle with it. Isn't that <clears> messed up that Instagram, or not Instagram, LinkedIn was worth uh, that much more than Yahoo? Yeah. The most recent number I can find is 450 million members LinkedIn. That's a good amount. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Pretty good volume. But the thing about YouTube is there's the social engagement is not there in terms of Facebook. I can discover new content from the friends that I trust, whereas YouTube, you're kind of stuck with what you're subscribed to. I mean, you have the trending, but... Yes, I've recommended. You have recommended. I haven't found it to be very... Yeah, but 
useful. But, but YouTube has that countdown timer after each video. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's a trump card right there. Yeah, YouTube. Don't get me wrong. YouTube is an insane. I want to know how network. how many hours or uh, days, years, however many would add up. Because uh, Netflix does the same thing. You know, they get you with that countdown timer. You finish an episode and you're like, oh, should I, should I watch the next one? And you're trying to figure it out, and all of a sudden it's on, and you're like, okay. dude, you know who do that best? <laughs> T. I don't know if you've ever like watched a show on TBS before. Back when I had a TV and watched TV, uh, TBS. Like during the day, they'll show a show and then the show will end and credits start rolling. But while the credits are rolling, it goes they, PNP, PIP. Uh-huh, yeah, they move the credits, squish it over into the side and another show starts right away. And it's just like they hook you like, ugh. do they still do that? I don't know. I, like I said, I, it's been years since I've had a TV, but picture in picture, man. Yeah. I remember when the iPad got that feature, I was like, this is awesome. Dude, I don't like I don't even really know how to use it. And then I never used it. Yeah. I showed my wife, I was like, see how cool this is? She's like, Yeah, that's cool. And that was the last time we ever Well used now it. uh <laughs> I actually I showed her a market campus video as an example. The next operating oh, hey. system is getting that. What? The next operating system? You or mean Mac? OS X. Oh. They're getting picture in picture for all video. Just Mac like OS iPad. now, but so the iPad isn't all video. It's not all video. I know. Like you, like it didn't work for YouTube for yeah. the first. I think it does now, but it didn't for a long time. That's what's confusing to me about it, is like I never remember exactly how to do it, and then I don't know if I'm whether watching a video that that is capable. Well, of. that's the thing. Like if you go to YouTube, the the website it doesn't work, but if you do it on an embedded YouTube video, like on Market Campus, it does. Hmm. I think it also works with the YouTube app. Pretty sure. Oh. I think that's what I was talking about where it didn't work at first. Oh, I have no idea. But I think it may now. Clearly, I don't use it. Talking about the quality settings? Wow. <laughs> not <laughs> at all. 4K and then... Nope. No, you did not hear 4K. <laughs> I heard something about... You heard picture in picture. Uh, yes. Welcome back to the show, yeah. Brandon. <laughs> you lost me You talking about display settings? <laughs> I'm afraid you've lost my interest. <laughs> yeah, we definitely spent too uh, much time. We probably lost that. everyone else's interest, too. Uh, last thoughts. Wait, let's talk. Okay, keep going. Um, well, this has to do with live streaming, if All that's right. where you were going. I was going to go out to other things that are dying. Well. Have you hit everything you're planning on hitting? Yeah. Because I want to bro- drop an A-bomb on you. All right, let's hear it. No, no, you finish no, your, mine, this you finish is up like, your, little, your little live no. stream stuff. We'll get all that out of the way. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's end on live this stream. Is like, I want to get this A-bomb. This is like a 30-second ending comment, so it's not mm. worth the discussion. Okay. Uh, Moz? Dead? No. Yeah, what about it? All right. Oh, I get to break this news to you guys. It's so exciting. <laughs> so Moz um, <laughs> is getting rid of... Open Site Explorer. No. Well, no. Follower Wonk. No. Follower Wonk. Yep. They're selling Follower I broke Wonk. I the news. And they're getting rid of <laughs> Moz content. And they're... Never heard of it. They're laying off something like 28% of their whole company. Basically getting rid of anything that's not related to pretty much like search. Yeah, Moz content, I never saw the appeal. I don't know what Moz content is. It's a content uh, audit and analysis tool. And they're getting rid of follow wrong because it doesn't fall in line with their core. Yeah, it's social. It's not search. So they're getting rid of pretty much everything that's not search. They're selling it? They're selling follower wonk, getting rid of Moz content. Yep. Well, it, I still think follower wonk's a cool tool. I'm sure it'll be Hopefully around. it stays alive. There's a bunch of alternates, though, and I don't know how often Follower Wonk gets updated. So it could be outdated at this point. How much That's does true. they buy Follower Wonk for? I think $4 million? It's a pretty small number. I don't know for Follower I don't know Wonk, where you've been uh, or what your bank account looks like. Yeah. No, $4 I million is pretty significant to me. Follower Wonk. For a uh, simple. Acquired. I'm sorry I asked. Four million is a pretty low number for. I mean, yeah, tech compared company? to like everything that's happening. Software. You know. Ah, there it is. We got to wrap up, gents. Okay. Are you guys going to MozCon this year? Nope. Brandon, I am not. Uh, four to, million going to. Inbound. inbound. I, I remember these numbers. Got the VIP treatment inbound this year. So you've got a little pin to put on your lanyard. That's right. We're flying out first class. Flying back, first class. 
Mm. Oh, that's right. You can bet that's going to be on my Instagram. You need Periscope that? Probably not. Okay. Let's close the show. Oh, Brandon, you got a second thing. This is uh, so we've got Twitch, right? Yeah. Super successful. People okay, watching yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah, play yeah. video games. That's a good one. You've got your Korean thing of. <laughs> Dude, uh, Twitch blows my mind. It is. Yeah. If you were to say that like five years ago, that. Billion dollar idea. People watching other people play video games that say you're crazy, but took off. And then now people watching people pick out. How about this? People being able to watch others gamble on slot machines. Sounds ridiculous. I think it's the same as video games. It's I think this... you whatever hit you get from playing video games, I think you get the same hit watching someone play video games. Yep. But slot machines? Yeah. Slot machines, like you go you to a still, casino, people I, I, still stand behind people and just like watch them play. Because I, I, I think that's a real thing. I think no. people still feel the like. Ooh, gonna, uh. <laughs> I was, know, like, uh, I'm sure. I mean, there's laws and stuff that will make it tough. But I was thinking that the other day. I'm like, that would, that would be a you big do that thing. Live. Why you couldn't do poker and stuff? Yeah, like yeah. Slot you could do a different. slot machine live. Because the like. Everyone has like their favorite. The Dude, there's some who weird. There's some weird stuff. They have their favorite few slot machines, and they're intrigued to watch how other people play and like what they bet and how often they're winning. Here's the thing, though, man: is slot machines are played by old people. So you introduce a new technology that old people are supposed to adapt. I'm not sure how. Uh, there's a lot of young people playing slot machines. Give me a ratio yeah. that you think young to old. Depends on the casinos you go to. I think to. the problem here, Jacob, is you and I grew up in Vegas, and that's our bias. Most that's of the most of the casinos that we went into were stuff like in the grocery store, or yeah. you go to the movie theater. <laughs> or the those are all those are all the like the casinos for the locals, and those are packed with old people. Those are like the lucky you go, seven slot machines, the Buffalo, like yeah, you go to you go to Luxor, you go to no, you go to like Bellagio. you go to Lady Luck, you go to California, you go to <laughs> Fremont Street. Yeah, those are old areas. Those are yeah, yeah. But yeah, you I go know. to Bellagio. There's a bunch <laughs> you go of to young Binions. young people. I would say more old people play slots than young people. There's no doubt about that. But there's still a big portion of people who. Uh, but enough who play. Dude. And you Kay. only have like you have Las Vegas, you have Reno, uh, you have Atlantic City, and yeah, those are the big gambling cities. Think of the millions of people though. Also, you, like you start all, following certain people. All the Indian reservations, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I'm watching the Moapa Indian tribe. Moapa channel. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, future idea out there for anyone you wanting to tackle it. Right. Because I don't see it. I don't think it's ever going to be possible. But Okay. We're pushing an hour, gents. Let's wrap this up. We got to go play golf. Yeah, we do. We need to go yeah. eat dinner first. If you like what you have heard, please rate us on iTunes. It helps a lot. Never forget, follow me on Twitter, Paxton M. Gray. And Brandon Hassler. MarketCampus.com. And you can follow me at Boca J. Bocat. Boca, Boca Job. Job. Boca Job. With an with zero. A three. Zero three. <laughs> three. And a three, yeah. Good point. Uh, no, seriously, if you want to suggest topic ideas or get in touch with us, uh, hit us up on Twitter at BelowTheFoldIO. Uh, and until next week, have yourself a wonderful time. Peace. <laughs>